Thanks for watching. I'm your host, Chris Swainhart, and this is Gun Stuff. Gun Stuff is dedicated to arming America one law-abiding citizen at a time. Now, let that sink in. And that's our mission, and we're trying to present it in a, an informative and interesting way. And uh, we've got a great show lined up for you today. Flitz International, Anderson Manufacturing, and then the man who got shot but fought back and saved the lives of all around him and Raul Mendez. He's actually in our studio, and you'll be hearing him later on in the show. Well, this came across uh, Fox News here uh, this last fall. Arizona man shot in the head at a family party credits his concealed carry for saving lives. He would have died. Now, look, you're going to want to get online right now. Text people. Tell anybody you can, because you stick around to the end of the show. He's here in our studio. You'll be able to ask him questions about this horrific thing. Now, the funny thing that I observed when I was doing research for the show, I went to Fox News, and right at Fox News, guess what? They had a video playing before the Fox News segment, and it was an advertisement. And what did it say? It said, your right to carry does not supersede my right to keep my children safe in school. That makes no sense. Disarming America will not do it. But what do they want to do? They do want to dis disarm America. They're the opposite of this show. The reason why? Well, here, I talked about it last week. You know, they just collapsed our economy. In two years from now, this economy is going to be a shambles. They're bringing in millions of illegal aliens. Vets are now made homeless by policies that throw them out for illegal aliens. What are they trying to do? They're trying to create chaos. It is the cloud piven strategy. Now look it up. That's, there's only one thing then that will stop them from having martial law and imposing their communist lifestyle. And that, my friends, is the Second Amendment. That's why they're doing this. That's why the pistol brace, hey, I, I got news for you. I don't think the pistol-based uh, legislation is going to pass in Congress. This is too important. They want to be able to confiscate 40 million American weapons. Now, look, don't believe me. Do some research. But, hey, that's why we call this Gun Stuff TV. Hey, I want to bring on our sponsors for the day. Not our sponsor, excuse me, our co-host, and there they are. Uh, and, and, and they're sitting here silent and trying to swallow uh, and, and realize that their host here is a completely wacko nut job, but maybe not. No, I don't know. What do you guys all. think? I'm over here trying to not let my intrusive thoughts wind over here, but <laughs> just saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just sitting here in agreement. Yeah, yeah. so I don't, I don't think so. Yep. Yeah, and I think you guys are, that are watching agree, too. And, and you know what? Stick around to the end of the show when we have Raul on, and he's going to tell you his viewpoint. And uh, let's see where that viewpoint comes in the equation. If we get rid of all of our concealed carry permits, 
Who's going to protect us in the situation that he had? And, and, and we're going to wait for that because I'm going to explode right now. Hey, Ursula, I know you've been out there shooting, having a good time. What on yes. earth are we looking at here? You can't keep her down. This is late at night. She's moving. Oh, man. So I love shooting Thursday nights. So typically after the show, I go have lunch, hang out for a little bit, and then I go shoot. And uh, this is USPSA practice. Very simple stages. This particular week was, uh, that was two weeks ago, actually. And it was just a lot of what we call burner stager stages, which are just, just go fast. That's pretty much it. Just go fast. And um, this this one, super fun. My Staccato XL ran phenomenal, phenomenally. Like, I love that gun. And then I also, my ammo, perfect. That was a good combination. This particular stage, um, you had... Uh, a mandatory reload after shooting paper targets, and then you had to go to the steel in the back. That big star thing is called Texas Star, and has five plates on it. It does move. The object is basically trying to get all the plates at the bottom, so it's not swinging on you. <laughs> so, and uh, that's one of my favorite targets down there. And every once in a while, I do like to film from the range, from uh, basically up range, so you can actually see everything my hands are doing. So this is great for training purposes as well. Hey, and who's lying in the dirt? I tell you, it's not no. me taking the picture. I sacrificed my ammo can and my cell phone downrange, as you can see in this video. So. Oh, yeah, there it is. There it is. It's right there. Hey, yeah. Ursula, uh, yeah. this this fall, uh, I I heard that you, from the personnel department that you mm -hmm. put in a leave of absence for oh, missing yes, one of the show. Uh, why on earth would you do yes. such a thing as so, that? Uh, it's going to be announced hopefully later on this week. So I am on the USPSA National Shotgun Team, so I'll be competing. Uh, representing the United States in Thailand for a couple weeks, just right after Thanksgiving. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, yeah, but there'll be more information. Definitely follow me on social media, on Instagram primarily. So Ursula.308, and you can see all of that, my training and everything. Uh, for the shotgun world shoot. So, hey guys, around this time of the show, we're always talking about a featured firearm, and right now we've got a traditions rawhide rancher. Now, this is a 22. Uh, Scott, uh, tell our viewers a little bit about uh, what this is going on. So, this is the the traditions rawhide. It's a 22 uh, revolver. It, yep. it comes with walnut grips, all steel gun, mm -hmm. uh, front front side blade, yep. front sight blade on there. Uh, you got the this has the side gate loading has the big thumb spur on there for for easy uh, really quick uh, shooting really nice trigger on there uh, the whole thing is just a, a really good uh, gun for you know training and or if you like cowboy action and also just you know uh, these are just fun to shoot we've done a couple <laughs> videos they're always fun to shoot you know you hate you hate reloading them. You know, because oh, yeah. they just go through it so fast, but they're always such a, such a fantastic thing to shoot. This is single action also, so uh -huh. you have to cock it, cock the, 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 the hammer back every time before you pull the trigger. So just like gives you all that old school cowboy action feel. Mm, sure, sure. Uh, but, but, you know. So Ursula, I'm going to let you wrap it up. Well, I was going to say it's fun. It's 22. It's awesome. It's something, granted, yeah, it's all still framed. So if you're going to let, you know, kids run this is. I would say this would be great depending on the size of your kid. Um, if you have a string being of a kid at eight years old and probably not going to be the best option, but <laughs> but this is actually super fun. Let's not waste any longer. Anderson Manufacturing, Kyle Wade, you're here with us in the studio. And frankly, um, I'm just barely here because my mind's blown. <laughs> I was going through your media and uh, you guys have got a lot of cool stuff. Tell us why you're here today. 
Um, and we're here today to talk about our AM10 Generation 2 lineup. I am assuming that stands for Anderson Manufacturing. That is correct. <laughs> it could also stand for American Made, though. American made. And, and you know what? Uh, the AM15, you have lots of, we're really the AR15 pl platform, but you renamed it because you guys do something special about everything that you do now, don't you? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Now, I've got some photos up here, uh, and uh, let's take a look at this. It's, it's, uh, uh, this came in hot off the wire, and uh, what are we looking at here? This pretty sexy-looking stuff. So, Chris, what we got here is our AM10 Generation 2 lineup, um, starting from left to right. You got your Battle Rifle, your Ranger, and your Marksman XL, and that is the original family of the AM10 Gen 2, mm -hmm. um, but we do have two additions. And that, we have the Breacher, so that is the baby of the family right there. That's a 12-and-a-half-inch barrel. Um, 308 pistol. Ooh. Now you guys mean business, and uh, and uh, Scott. Now you got a chance to get out there, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, let me see. I'll bring this right up here. You got your hands on one of these, didn't you, Scott? Uh, this is the SRS line that <laughs> is new for them, and this is suppressor ready. Took it out, zeroed it, did some range time with it, did a little bit of shooting and maneuvering with it, uh, you know, and just a little bit of speed. Uh, trying to you know learn a little bit of scope manipulation on here as well. This is some of the drills, but when this hits, you can just see you know the targets just they're they're really ringing and they're really moving. And I knocked several targets off of the target stands during the day when I was shooting with this, but just going through um, <laughs> and just being able to do really quick follow up. So one of the cool things with this, also with the suppressor on there in this line, is that you can shoot really fast. With the with the 308, usually there's a lot of recoil. Am I right, Kyle? So you guys were able yeah. to tune this down, correct? That is correct. Yep. I know. Yeah. Um, we we revamped yeah, so. the buffer system and yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, that's what you did. You played with the buffer system. I was going to ask, like, how did you tune it? Did you? Uh, I didn't know if it came with a adjustable gas block. I see, according to the specs online, because you know, gotta gotta check out specs, that it was tested with an AAC Ranger Seven suppressor. So I don't know, like, if y'all had a tune via uh, buffer system or gas, gas block. Yeah, def yeah. definitely a buffer system. Um, we did explore options with an adjustable gas block, and that's still something we're kind of playing around with mm -hmm. um, because different suppressors will throw off different gas. Yeah. Uh, so um, look for that in the future as being an upgrade to it as well as an adjustable right. gas system. But right now, uh, just the buffer system. And we took some of the lightning cuts that we usually put in our bolt carriers out to make it a little heavier of a bolt carrier as well. Good. Nice. And one thing I love yeah. about Anderson is that, like, y'all actually put out really good stuff for a very reasonable price. So SRS, now, does it come with a suppressor? I'm hoping it does. <laughs> I hope it comes in every box without a, a tax stamp. What do you think, Kyle? Have you guys cracked that yet? Uh, we haven't cracked that one yet. Um, I heard you're pretty tight with Joe, though. If you could put in a good word for us, we would love to do that, Bond. You know what? <laughs> uh, I think Jill and Joe are coming over uh, uh, for Sunday cookout, and uh, uh, yeah, they're you know they, they're showing up because they want their royalties from the uh, shotgun show. I think that's it. But but uh, I'll mention that to them. Scott, I'm actually kind of kind of jealous you. of you right now, dude. Like. I love Thriller. Hey, uh, it, it was a blast. Kyle, tell our viewers what they're looking at here. Um, so what they're looking at, that is the Ranger 7 suppressor by AAC. 
Um, we partnered up with them because we wanted to do a suppressor ready line and we knew that they had a very good product as far as suppressors go. Um, so we actually went down South and, um, hung out with them in Alabama for a little bit and shot a lot of guns and did a lot of testing. And, uh, basically what you're looking at is the AAC 51 T flash hider right there. And every AAC suppressor has the, um, adapter built in to where you can, screw it on and it's ready to go and then when you're done with it you just literally push a button and unscrew it and it's ready to ready to be fired unsuppressed so nice. pretty neat. that's great huh pretty sweet and and the flash suppressor is still intact after you installed yeah. it that's a great system that's awesome for like cleaning and things like that yeah. and there's a comment on facebook kevin schultz said looks good i'm considering moving up to a 308 I would say shooting 308, bouncing between 308 and going down to 556, you'll become a much better shooter. All right. Oh, yeah. That's just my favorite picture out of the whole group we have right there. Yeah, I, I, who is I, that guy behind that? <laughs> I have no we idea. We need to normalize like, <laughs> picks like this being Christmas cards. I'm just throwing it out there. Just, yes. Just, so yes. We need to normalize that. Valentine's. Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day, you name it. Yeah, like I, I got my see, eyes on you. I got my yeah. <laughs> yeah, or, or in honor of Raul, we'll make it Independence Day. You know, we've had other guests on that have uh, made 308 ARs as well. And the thing is, is you guys have taken all the things that someone wants to someone when they get a rifle, they want to make changes. Now, I started off a long time ago taking a ginormous heavy rifle and trying to make it into what you guys are. Are, are kicking out there now and you're doing it at half the price um kind of to piggyback off what scott said it's got all the upgrades that you're going to want to make to your 308 already built in um two of our models have the prs light buttstock it's got pretty much you can adjust everything on that buttstock it's got the magpul k2 grip it's a great angle for myself i know people are weird about grips um, but the cool thing for me at least is the accuracy and that everything on this rifle is made in America. It's not shopped out to any other country, anything like that. Um, you're getting a pure 100% American-made rifle. How do they find and learn more about Anderson Manufacturing, Kyle? AndersonManufacturing.com. If you're looking for the AM10 specifically, it's uh, forward slash AM10. We're on all social media at Anderson Manufacturing. And if you like to build your own, um, we have all the parts for that as well. We'll be right back after this quick break. still ahead to come here on gun stuff let's bring on our next guest flitz.com it's international hey Ulrich jens is with us here and uh Ulrich, uh you go by uli tell us a little bit about why we should be looking at your products and i already know because uh you guys do things that other people don't T tell our viewers though well thank you well flitz is a basically a 45 year old company started actually the raw materials from germany all made now in the United States. 
and we're proud to say we've been at the SHOT Show for the last 42 years, and, um, you know, educating customers on why the product works, and but actually mostly listening customers, because you learn more sometimes from your customers than telling them. That's why God gave us two ears and one mouth. But um, <laughs> this product, uh, the page product I'm holding right now is, is the flagship of the company. It's used primarily on factory gun bluing, and um, not only will it take off like a surface rust, it leaves a protective coating afterwards. Yeah, I was taking a look at some of the photos here, uh, and, and you know, you get you put a lot of money into a firearm. It's made of steel, and uh, Scott, I know you are, are quite a gun collector. Uh, you you got to clean it, don't you, Scott? Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know, I don't know a gunsmith or serious, you know, anybody who does any modifications and 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 you know all that that doesn't have a tube of flits in their in their toolbox. Uh, that that's that's always the finishing touch for every you know if you're you're polishing a, a chamber. I mean, you're doing all these different things. You know, feed ramps, all this different stuff that we do. That's the final that's the final touch that really brings all that craftsmanship out. Uh, basically, like Scott said, we're actually a four thousand grit. So in layman's terms, it's super, super fine. The company actually started out in the jewelry industry years ago and actually went from jewelry into the firearm and other industries for maintenance. Uh, we actually hear from customers a lot of times they use flits as a, like, a cheap trigger job. Well, they actually take like a Smith & Wesson apart, squirt a whole tube of flits in it, close it up, dry fire it four or 500 times, and of course take it all apart, lubricate it, clean it, lubricate it. But the, point is it's a rouge it's a very fine rouge um that's what the secret of the product is you know what that might come we're, and, we're and uh we've we, done that we just missed mother's day it might have been good rouge uh for for, for that <laughs> but hey I, i've got another uh interesting uh you, you can talk a little bit over this uh you know a lot of you folks have probably watched this on their website but well, why don't you sort of narrate what we're looking at here well, that's a gun care kit. So it's basically we call a sampler size that has the flitz polisher force in it. Uh, then you're looking at what they call a flat matte cleaner, which is basically your black AR type guns, simply spray on, wipe off, remove fingerprints, powder residue and things. And then last and final, in that kit, there's also a gun wax, which we, it's actually made of carnauba and beeswax. You can use on wood, you can use on metal pieces, because Especially when you store the firearm, you want to keep the moisture out. And um, the gun wax does a great job. It's simply spray it up, not spray it on. You put it on like lotion almost and then just wipe it off. Is there a, so a question is, is, you know, would, would you, is there with like a collector gun or something like that or something like antique, uh, would, what would be your, um, product that you would want to use on that to be able to remove, you know, the surface rust, but not, denigrate the finish of the firearm or remove value from the firearm. So would would you use the, the flits as a, a, for a light cleaning and then your other products to follow up to put the polish on it and the protective? How would you how would you suggest that for our viewers? A lot of you might be familiar with ceramic coatings. Mm -hmm. Nowadays yeah. when you buy a car, that's when the first thing the car dealerships want to sell you is a ceramic coating for paint. Well, we make a ceramic coating now for guns. Mm -hmm. And we make it, and we sell it in what we call our tactical gun care kit, but you can also buy it individually. The unique thing about a ceramic coating is when you fire the gun, the heat will not break down the protective coating. Where a wax, even our wax, uh, any brand of wax, makes a difference what brand you use, as soon as it fires up past 
basically 350, 400 degrees, the wax melts. So the wax, once you fire the gun, the wax does not hold up, or a ceramic coating would. So to answer your question bluntly, Scott, if you want the best protection long-term, a ceramic coating is not only easier, it lasts longest. But I have to say, we've sold gun wax for a long, long time, and many people just love it because it's like maybe old-fashioned, but it's a nice, smooth finish because it's hard to do about beeswax. Yeah, so I have that. absolutely. And I've seen... Go ahead. Oh, no, I just got two Facebook questions. Sure, go ahead. Kevin Schultz would like to know where can, can he get the kit, and Dennis Sharon would like to know how much is it? On the average, it sells $19.95 to $25, $25 in that range. Flitz.com, of course, is the source, but we sell to dealers all over the country. Um, so I encourage you, you can go on our website, do a dealer search, and get the local dealer in your area. If there's nobody in your area, of course, the Internet, um, you can buy Flitz products all through the Internet that way. But at least through Flitz.com, or if it's a direct ship, like from Amazon through Flitz, at least you know you're getting the right product. Yeah, so, so uh, continuing on with our slideshow here, uh, you're getting a tremendous amount of stuff. Now, let's say you don't use the product. What happens to the steel and the metal if you just leave this? If you Like, for example, whoever was doing that, let's say you left that on there, and that looks to me like ordinary residue that comes from uh, using the firearm. What happens uh, to the metal itself? If you don't clean the firearm, eventually you'll get a pity. And you'll see it, especially a good example, if you take a gun and put in a gun case where there's moisture or dampness. A couple of days later, you take the gun out, you saw the rust. The pitting, unfortunately, flitz would not take off. It's almost like cancer in the steel. But flitz would remove the surface rust from the pitting. Mm -hmm. And, of course, either gun wax or, like you call about the ceramic sealant, would be the best bet to give that protective belief. Well, here's a before and after picture, and it's dramatic. And, and uh, you know, I'm starting to think uh, a little bit about this, uh, maybe realizing the error of my ways. Uh, you know, it doesn't make any sense to spend money on a great firearm and not take care of it. And your product, here, here's another one. Look at this. Here's another before and after. And so that's the, the jeweler's rouge element. Now, didn't you say you had some uh, experience, a history in the company uh, with uh, jewelry? Yes. In fact, we actually still make jewelry care products. We have them on mm -hmm. Amazon and different things like that. But the Flitz product actually is how it started. Uh, so a lot of times when we do a demonstration, we'll show it on a blue firearm or a stainless steel revolver where you have the powder residue, show how fast the powder residue comes off. But we'll take the same demonstration, we'll take the same thing and do a gold ring from somebody or a platinum ring to show how safe it is. Hey, you know what? Uh, we, we got my wife's birthday coming up. She's been complaining about her gold ring and wanting a new one. But I tell you what, uh, after the show, I'm going to get some of the splits. And uh, I, I think that's a better solution for everybody involved, really. Well, one thing, there you go. Thanks, Kyle. One of the things we do is that we have small packets. They're like little, um, little sachets. And there's almost enough in this packet to do an entire firearm. Uh, they normally sell for a dollar in the stores. But if your viewers go on flitz.com and they just do a comment or something like that, we'll gladly send them one of these so they can try it out themselves. Hey, um, well, yeah. great. Uh, happy birthday, then. That's, uh, that sounds like a great, great, yeah, great, great solution. Like, Thanks for that. All the rings in the house. <laughs> and uh, now look at this shows the water uh, resilience. Now, was this uh, treated with the wax or the ceramic coating or maybe both? Probably the flitz polish first. Even the flitz polish has a protective coating built into it. 
But like anything else, it's like if you can't give you an example, a wax cannot be a polish, but a polish also can't be a wax. You can have some in it, but if you want the best protection, you want to use either a wax coating or you want to use a ceramic finish. Mm -hmm. But uh, the flitz polish will protect by itself, but the flitz polish is really restoration is 80%. 20% protection, probably a better way of saying it. When you buy the wax or ceramic coating, then you're getting 100% protection. Well, hey, that says a lot. Excellent. Go ahead. Good question. John Crabble, he asks on Facebook, uh, can I use the, cer the ceramic ceiling on Damascus blades? Oh, yes, you question. can. Excellent point. Uh, uh, the ceramic coating, one thing about ceramics, you know, when you look at flat matte, you know, just like in Kyle's firearms, they're using a flat matte finish. One thing about wax, when you put wax on flat mat, it gets shiny. Well, that's what the consumer doesn't want. But a ceramic coating, at least with ours, you will not get a shine at all. So it protects it, like you mentioned in Damascus, but it's going to protect it without harming it. Oh, cool. Very nice. You know, I tell you what, nothing uh, substitutes for knowledge, and that's what we're getting here on, on like gun stuff. This is actually really cool because, like, for – Okay, on top high end, twenty five bucks. Like you're getting way more life out of your super expensive guns and knives and stuff like that. Last words, especially if you're in the law enforcement or anybody relies on their firearm for your life and for other lives, take care of the firearm. Even if you don't use our products, use somebody's products because you want to make sure it works when you need it. Mm -hmm. It's like having a life vest; it doesn't work when you're drowning. Hey, so Uli, then uh, t tell us one more time how they can find out more about your product on the internet. What's your website? Flitz.com, very simple. There's tons of video. Um, and you, if you just go on YouTube, you'll see many, much video from many of our customers. We're blessed that many people spend so much time and energy showing our product on video without any endorsement from us at all. Phenomenal. That's Flitz, F-L-I-T-Z.com. Hey, thank you for being on the show today. And folks, we're going to be right back after this quick uh, announcement. I'd rather look like this than be lying dead next to my family. This right here is the only reason we're alive. No one ever told my story, and we all know why. My name is Roel. And on July 3rd this year, we were celebrating our freedom at our friend's house when the unthinkable happened. A neighbor we never met came in uninvited and started shooting at all of us right out of the blue. Before I can actually comprehend what was happening, one of our dear friends was shot and died instantly. Next thing you know, the shooter shot me right in the side of the head and through my left eye. I hit the ground unconscious. Everyone in the house was screaming bloody murder and thought I was dead, including my family who sprinted to a nearby bedroom and tried barricading themselves. What felt like an eternity passed, and then my eyes opened by God's grace to the sound of the shrieking screams of my wife, two daughters, and friends who knew I carried a concealed pistol. After a short struggle against two brave friends, the shooter broke away from the fight and started to reach for his second gun with my family lined up as his next victims but I put four shots in his chest and sent him straight to hell. If I didn't have my gun, everyone in the house would have died. The news van would have been front and center, but because I did, you never even heard about it. In fact, each year, over one million 
law-abiding Americans use firearms to protect themselves and their loved ones. But in 2021, America's five largest newspapers published just 10 news stories reporting defensive firearm use. In contrast, those same newspapers had a total of 1,743 news stories containing the keywords murder, gunfire, or shot. We still have no idea why that man opened fire that day, but it has only reinforced our family support for the Second Amendment. I was in the hospital for five days, and when I finally got out, I bought my family two handguns to train with. Evil will always exist, and we are more ready to confront it with equal force now more than ever. This family will never be victims again. My name is Raul Mendez, and I am a proud lifetime member of the National Rifle Association of America. Hey, welcome back. Hey, that's a powerful cold open to what is a very sensitive subject. You know, self-defense, uh, God forbid that you have to go through it yourself, especially God forbid that you have to go through it like our next guest did. And let's let's bring Raul Mendez on the show. And uh, Raul, thanks for being on our show today. Oh, thank you for having me. And we're, we're excited. You know, you're local here in, in Phoenix. Tell us a little bit briefly, Raul, about your story. Uh, kind of summing up, uh, and it, it sounds horrific. Yeah, definitely. So it, it was last year, July 3rd, uh, you know, just typical day, family outing. Friend invited us to go over, you know, celebrate our freedom there. You know, it was a long weekend, so we're like, we'll, we'll do it on the 3rd at night. We'll light fireworks and just hang out. So we decided to do that, and that night we're actually outside lighting fireworks at a friend's house, and some neighbor just comes up to us, introduces himself, makes small talk, and eventually everybody you know makes their way back into the house. So this neighbor decides to just kind of let himself in, and so the host or the homeowner there uh, decides to, okay, that's my neighbor, you know, I met you. Would you like some food? You want to sit down here, served him a plate. And just out of nowhere, just unprovoked, nothing. He just decides to stop eating, gets up, pulls out his firearm and just starts firing at everybody. He actually shoots his first victim, which is he was right across from that kitchen island. So we're in the kitchen and just, you know, two shots dies instantly. I was about 10 feet away. Uh, my back was turned. I was having a conversation with somebody. So as soon as I heard those gunshots, I turned around. And as soon as I turned around, like I was the next victim. He just shot me in the side of the head right here, right by my earlobe. Uh, made his way all the way through and took out my left eye. Uh, at that point, I still didn't know what's going on. You know, I dropped. I hit the floor. At that point, that's when my wife, you know, runs up to me and tries to get me up. Like, let's go. Let's go. Uh, but of course, you know, I was already bleeding out. She kind of grabbed my face to look at me, like to like get my attention, like, let's go. But I was just full of blood. And so fortunately, you know, I couldn't make it out. Uh, but she does the next best thing, you know, instead of, you know, running out the house and just try to save herself, she actually runs to the bedroom where my two daughters were. And not to mention, my wife was seven months pregnant at the time. So she runs to the bedroom. Uh, my two daughters were there. There were three other kids. She closes the door, throws them in the closet, throws clothes over them, and just barricades the door with the dresser and just tells them to be quiet. 
While this is happening, the shooter actually started making his way towards the living room where he just starts firing at everybody that's trying to run out the door. Uh, you know, you have many wounded people, you know, shot in the back, shot in the arm, and actually the next deceased, that's where it happened. He actually shot one of the guys, you know, in the leg. He couldn't make it out the door, and he just literally walks up to him and just executes him, you know, just shoots him in the top of the head. And that was it. And, you know, for him, so he decides to just, you know, let me go look around and see who else is still in the house, see who else I can take out. So that's where he starts making his way towards the master bedroom where he just, you know, shoots down the door. There was uh, three women in there and two kids. Uh, one of the women there, uh, the homeowner, she actually took three bullets, about three bullets to the arm, one to the leg. Uh, but she decides, you know, the mama bear instincts kicked in and she decides like th this is not where it's going to end. So she decides to try to grab his hand and wrestle him. Uh, she was actually able to get him to fire his remaining shots out of his magazine. But not to mention he had extra magazines and he had a secondary firearm on him holstered. But he just gets behind her and starts just trying to take her out. He just goes behind her, starts trying to choke her out. And, you know, this is where she's yelling, you know, yelling for her life, yelling that he's out of ammunition. She's yelling my name. She had to mention that to me because she knew that I carried a concealed weapon. You know, I carried a concealed firearm religiously everywhere I went, always had it on me. So she knew that. So she was yelling my name, but, you know, little did she know that I was most likely dead, already bleeding out in that, you know, in that kitchen. So actually one of the other girls comes out of the closet from the master bedroom, finds a rifle there. She couldn't load it. You know, she wasn't trained or anything. Uh, but she does the next, next best thing. She uses that rifle to strike the gunman. So they start trying to fight him off. And honestly, that at that point, that's like, I can't explain it. I was on autopilot, but, you know, there's no other explanation, but, you know, it wasn't my time to go. You know, God got me up. You know, he pretty much just stood me up, got me up from that floor, still, you know, bleeding out, missing an eye, blurred vision, you know, and that's where I pulled out my own firearm. Pulled out my own firearm, started making my way. You know, at that point, I had a decision to make. You know, either run out the door, back door, and, you know, try to save myself or go towards those screams. So I decided to go towards those screams. You know, I did what, you know, a loving father, you know, loving husband, you know, a loving friend would do and go see what he can do to, you know, help, protect or whatever. So I made my way and that's, you know, where I, I saw him. And just decided, you know, put four shots in him and ended the threat right then and there. Savvy. Definitely. Yeah, uh, words uh, words uh, are hard to uh, come to mind here to express the horror of that what you lived through. You. Now, let let's just say for a minute, uh, going back to my opening comments where they want to disarm all Americans, uh, then there wouldn't have been an end to that story, 
the way it ended because there have been more catastrophes and you might not have uh, lived through it and uh, and your family, right? right? Isn't that right? Yeah, definitely. So it's like after this event, it's only like reinforced my belief in the Second Amendment, you know, stronger than ever, you know, my family as well. Because at the end of the day, I mean, the bad guy is going to always have a gun. Mm -hmm. There's no way. I mean, they're breaking the law. That's what they do. So it's not like, oh, everybody, you know, <laughs> gun bans, give up your guns. A criminal is going to, you know, turn around and, you know, walk away with his gun. And they're going to be the only ones that have them. So there's no doubt about that. So the important thing is about the law-abiding citizen now carrying and going out of his way to, you know, protect his own, protect his family, protect his friends. So that's why that has reinforced that. And now more than ever, you know, I'm out speaking up. I am that living proof, you know, that living proof that guns in the hands of law-abiding citizens, you know, it saves lives. And we don't get many of those stories. You know, we, you don't get that living proof. You don't hear it on mainstream media. You don't hear all you hear is about murder. He was shot. You know, this. You just hear the bad stuff. But when do you hear about the actually, you know, this happened, but then the good guy came and ended the threat mm -hmm. or, you know, saved lives. It's not in the agenda. They don't want you to hear that. So that's why I feel like I've been given a second opportunity on this earth. I'm not going to waste it. I'm going to speak up. I'm going to show everybody that, hey, yes, I am that living proof. And, you know, honestly, it's, it's very touching. Like on social media, when I get those comments or I even get, you know, direct messages of like, hey, because of you, I carry religiously now. I never thought, you know, somebody can be put in that situation or something like that would happen at a home or anything like that. So I carry now. Or I showed your video to... You, you know, my mother-in-law, which was anti-gun, and now, you know, her perspective has changed on firearms, and now she actually just purchased her first firearm, and she wants to go out and train just because she saw your video. And honestly, stories like that, and just knowing that my story and what happened to me is making an impact on other people, I mean, it, it makes it all worth it. Cowboy's Wild Game Washer provides a wildly superior clean. Say goodbye to dealing with the mess of the feathers, the scales, the smell of your game in the sink after the hunt with the help of Cowboy's Wild Game Washer. Simply breast out your dove, duck, pheasant, quail, or fish fillets and place them in the washer. Connect it to a standard water hose and let it run. The Game Washer flushes all the feathers, scales, and debris over the top. Keep it running, and when the water is clear, the game goes straight into the freezer bags. The Wild Game Washer will significantly reduce your cleaning time of birds, fish, and other game. The constant flow of clean water causing the movement of the game makes it cleaner than washing it by hand. Everyone should have one. Also check out our self-cleaning dog and pet waterer. It ensures your pet's water is clean and fresh at all times. Order now and get free shipping when using promo code FREESHIP at GameMarsher.com. So, a uh, couple questions. Uh, my own personal question. Uh -huh. like, so, obviously, when you engage that threat, cops haven't even shown up yet. Cops have not shown up yet. So, what happened was, after, you know, after I shot him, 
I made my way towards the hallway where I tried to get my wife out of the room and my kids. And, you know, my wife saw me get shot in the head. So to her, it's like my husband is dead. Mm-hmm. You know, she's dealing with that. She's coping with that in the bedroom while my daughters are asking, you know, where's daddy? And she's telling him, I don't know. But she knows deep down inside, like, I just saw him get murdered. So she mm-hmm. actually, like, was surprised. Her Her thing was, when I saw you in the hallway... It was, I couldn't believe it. You look like a zombie, like standing there, like in the movies, you know, like you just Mm -hmm. came back from the dead. But by the time we made our way out, I'm still carrying, you know, my, my firearm in my hand and we're making our way out the house. And that's like literally when the cops show up because they, they see me, my wife, you know, they don't know what's going on. They just see me with the gun. And so everybody's pointing their guns at me to drop, you know, drop my weapon, you know, drop your gun, drop your weapon. And my wife's like, you're gonna get shot again. Drop it. Drop it. Drop it. Yeah. So I. It's true. It's true. Yeah. But I decided, of course, mm-hmm. smartest thing to do was to throw drop it. the gun. Drop and the gun have the and figure everything out. Yes. Okay. So um, a couple of questions from Rumble. Um, one, um, Stephen S. 1983. He asked, uh, "What all happened in the aftermath of the situation, as in courts and things like that?" That's a good question. Yeah, definitely good question. Uh, fortunately. So fortunately, uh, after, you know, there was many witnesses and after the investigation, the investigation went on going for a very long time, uh, shooters dead and everybody, you know, just said their story of which, what it was, self-defense, self-defense. And so that's just what they ruled it as, you know, self-defense. So I have not stepped foot in court to defend myself for defending my family. Hey, we got some questions from Facebook. Tim Luther asks, how do we support your yeah. cause? And I would say yeah. the GoFundMe is the answer to that. What I actually think? posted up the link already mm-hmm. on both Facebook and Rumble. I appreciate it. What kind of training did you have before the incident? Uh, no law enforcement, no military background. My only training was I was introduced to firearms at a young age. I was probably about six, seven years old when I was introduced. You know, gun safety, father, you know, showed me this is what this is. Gave me the ins and outs, took me shooting, and ever since, like, I got hooked. So I'm, I'm thankful of the outcome, what I was able to do, just because I was, I guess, prepared in a way, mm-hmm. because I knew firearms. But I'm sure that if I would have had, you know, better training, professional training, the ins and outs, you know, maybe things would have ended a little differently. Uh, but, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, I stopped the threat. To me and my family, I'm still here. That's what's important. So we're thankful. And now we're just continuing to train. I actually went out and bought a firearm for my wife. I bought her a Glock 43. Mm-hmm. Bought my daughter's a 22 pistol. Is that the Taurus a TX22? Mm-hmm. So they can train. And I actually went to go buy myself a little something a little bigger, a little uh, Glock 21 and a 45 caliber. So it's a full size. Cool. Now you're uh, a yeah. an NRA instructor. Now that's new, right? Now you're yes, still moving I on just with your became, life. And this is less than a year. Yes. I don't know. Less how you than do. a year. Uh, I mean, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Of course, I'm not saying what happened. You know, that's horrible. But I'm saying after what happened, I feel, of course, that I've been blessed by you know such a supportive family, just supportive people, and that just actually want to help me out. And actually, uh, as you can see. On that certificate, there's a little badge. Uh, so there's a company out here, NRE Counselor, great guy, Jeff Smith. He's the one that actually took me under his wing to uh, 
become certified and you know with his help and continued counsel you know I'm only gonna get better that way I can you know continue to tell my story and actually not just say it do something about it hey let me help you train let me help mm -hmm. you be prepared so Wow, what a great, what a great, great story. Amazing. Two, two questions, uh, both of similar content on yes. both Rumble and uh, Facebook. Mm -hmm. Rumble Canyon Night or Canyon 22 and also Facebook John Loniker would, would like to know, was the motive, the motive of the shooter ever determined? Uh, still unknown. Motive is still unknown. Mm -hmm. At this point, uh, I mean... I already have my peace of mind, just the fact that I'm alive and I got to meet my newborn daughter. Good. Thankful for that. So motive, anything like that, I, I, I honestly, I, I, I don't care at this point. Your attitude of, you know, first of all, you went towards the threat, okay? You, you said a couple other things. You said, you know, I'm not too worried about the motive. I'm just living my life. How many of us get cut off in traffic or a boss says something or, or whatever, and we, we, we burnish that uh, injustice and we, we hold it tight to us like a, some sort of mantra that we never want to let go of. Here is an example. If you want to move ahead in your life, you'll follow the example of Raul. You'll let those sort of things go by. Mm -hmm. And then you just get up, you start moving, and you're doing your best. You don't know what the future is going to bring, but we appreciate you sharing that time with exactly. us. It's an amazing, amazing story. Thank you. Hey, uh, we'll have you back on uh, Ursula. Scott, last questions. Yeah, I would like to add, you know, one uh, amazing story. Thank you for coming and sharing it with us. Uh, but the biggest thing is that, you know, one, that you, that, that you were prepared. And two, we all hope you know, deep down that, you know, not very few of us carry because we're scared of the world or we're scared of bad guys. Most of us carry because we want to protect our loved ones. Mm -hmm. So the, you know, the, the fact that you had that warrior spirit, you are able to, you know, fight through the, you know, your injuries and all this other uh, stuff going on to be able to get up and defend your family. And your family is still here. You did what all of us hope to do and we hope that we will do if we're ever presented with the same thing but your story is an inspiration to all of us that are that, that go out and train and we practice for this just in case something like this does happen so again thank you for coming and sharing your story head on over to gofundme uh there's still time and, and you know Five, ten, twenty dollars, a hundred dollars, a thousand, it never makes a difference. Uh, but show your support. I, what, I want uh, to actually throw out his Instagram page so you can actually see like him, yes. his family, how he's uh, uh you're looking at yeah. a, a new eye. You're actually one Yes, I actually did get a new eye. eye. Uh, yeah. I just went yesterday and they actually kept it because they're gonna make me a new one. It's minor adjustments, and I'm like, oh, okay, well. I guess it looks more dramatic not having an eye on the show. So I was like, that's fine. You can You're keep like, it. Ah, you got, you got I, I'm going to get my other new one uh, tomorrow, Friday. So Yeah, and your, uh, yeah. your Instagram handle is uh, GA110 underscore ENT. That is correct. Uh, if you actually, so I've been doing music for a long time. And so that, that was like my whole music thing. So I actually went and purchased a domain, linked it to my link tree. So it's a... Uh, GA110ENT.com will take you to my link tree where you can see all my uh, social media links, YouTubes, and you know all that good stuff. GoFundMe link, everything. So yeah, GA110ENT.com. Hey, wow. Uh, a horrendous story. You know, the nice thing about 
media that we have today, this is something that you can share. You can share this after the fact. Share this with your friends. Tell people about it. And this will give you a, a little food for thought uh, when it comes to arming America one law-abiding citizen at a time. Hey, I want to thank Scott. Thank you uh, for tracking down Roll at uh, NRA and, and bringing him into our studio. A and then also Ursula for being on the show. Thanks for that great footage. You show that it's not all about uh, self-defense, but there's some fun to be had in the shooting sports. What do you think, Ursula? Yeah, so uh, fun story. There's actually going to be some video for probably next week's show of me actually shooting from concealment because I figure in competition, especially locally, Whenever you get a new hoster, that's the best place for you to practice. Hey, well, that sounds great. We're going to look forward to that. Now, remember, until next time, get your stuff from Gun Stuff.